Shalom everybody, we are continuing where we left off after a long inter- intermission um, We are holding in the Kutalachot section or Orachayim Hilchot Birkat Hoda'ah, the blessings over giving thanks, discourse number 6 Beginning of par- paragraph number 13 um, At this point, Renosin is going back to the initial discussion of the Thanksgiving offering If you recall in the beginning of this discourse, Renosin went in to explain every detail of the Thanksgiving offering, the four groups of bread, each one what they represent, and why ten of each, and all these ideas that Rav Nosen went into beautifully. Now he continues where we left off of the chametz factor, that the Korban Todah has like 30 breads made of matzah and 10 made of chametz. <coughs> so why the chametz? Okay, we went into a little bit the chametz, he's going to now elaborate even more. The following, which won't be immediately right now, he's going to first give some introductions. But after these introductions, this will be, he said, this is the concept of the Thanksgiving offering, the Korban Toda, that came with Chametz. It came also with leavened bread, which is unusual, because normally all the meal offerings in the Holy Temple were out of Matzah. There was no Chametz in there. And here by the Korban Toda, along with the Korban of Shavuot, which I think is going to connect coming up soon, or in another discourse, he goes into the connection of the Shavuot offering, which had Chametz, and also this one, the two breads of Chametz on Shavuot, and also the Korban Toda, and the connection, fine. But this has Chametz in it. <coughs> that we bring the breads of the Thanksgiving offering, we bring Thanksgiving offering, which includes chametz, leavened bread in its makeup and when we, we give the thanksgiving offering the korban todah, when a person comes out of the dangers that we mentioned earlier the four dangers, chayim chavush, yam, yisurin midbar <coughs> someone who's in jail someone who's suffering deathly ill an illness, deathly illness and someone who went over the seas and someone who's in the desert and they come out of that tzara, they have to give these thanksgiving offerings, right? So now he, this is the Rav Nosen's introduction. Ki ein adam yotze matzara ad shemochalin lo kol avonotav. Something amazing. You have to know that a person only escapes and comes out of the danger that he's in only if they first from heaven forgive him for all of his sins. Kol avonotav. Kmo shamru rabotenu Like our sages teach, you can see in the Gemara in the diary, page 41. It's pretty clear over there, right? It says there, Amar Rabbi Alexander. Rabbi Alexander said, Amar Bichia Bar Abba, in the name of Rabbi Bichia Bar Abba. Eina chole omed mecholio ad shemocholin lo kol avonotav. A person who's sick doesn't stand from a sickness. In our case, this is one of the four. Until they forgive him for all of his sins, like it says, Asolech lechol avonechi, harufei lechol tachalu aichim. The verse reads, Hashem first forgives a person for all of his sins, lechol, all of his sins. And then Hashem heals a person from all of his sicknesses. Unbelievable. It's an amazing, simple Gemara. Okay? So Rav Nosen's quoting that Gemara here. That a person only comes out of the danger that he's in until they, unless they first, or until they first, forgive him for all of his sins. Right? It's what happens to the sins. The sins are forgiven. Okay, what happens to the sins? When you say the sins are forgiven, but the sins are an entity. They are an existence. Where do they go? So this is what the Gemara continues to teach us. And this is a concept throughout the Zohar and the Gemara. 
ואז העוונות נתחבכים לזכויות. And at that point, what happens to the sins and transgressions that a person did? That because of them, he got into the danger, and now they're forgiven. What does it mean to forgive the sins? That the sins are now turned into merits. What itself, which, which was the obstacle, the prevention for the person, the, 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 what's it called, the diminishment, the being pushed back, it itself, because of its situation, what it does for a person, is now transformed into merit because it's through them that a person comes closer to Hashem. Through the danger, the suffering a person goes through, this is what pushes him to try to wake up and come back to Hashem. So it's thanks to them that he woke up and tried to do tshuva and tried to come back, that they have the merit to be transformed into merits. To the point where, like we said earlier, Ad nimshach simcha ikara The sins are transformed to merits to the point now that what is the repercussion of that what does it mean to us that the sins are transformed into merits and to the point where simcha is drawn down to a person that it's through the joy that he has which it causes the main rectification of actually getting out of the difficulty it's like stages stage 1 forgive the sins stage 2 they turn into merits stage 3 by turning to merits a person now has joy and stage four, this now, the joy brings him out of the difficulty. And he says something amazing, And now all of the screams and the cries that a person has to, you know, when you're going through a difficult time, you have no other alternative but to cry to Hashem, that you have to cry out at the time that you're going through a danger, God forbid. What is the purpose of all those screams and cryings for salvation and help? The whole idea of crying out to Hashem in danger is that a person merit that Hashem shines the person understanding of what they're going through. The dat, even from within the suffering. That's what we're asking. Hashem, if this is what you really want, so I'm accepted with simcha and emuna. But the only way you can accept the simcha and emuna is that you're shown some dot that this is good, this is beneficial, this is part of the picture. This is what Hashem wants of you. When you have that dot, so it shines upon you, even in the difficulty. And this dot shining in the difficulty itself gives you the ability now to bring joy to your soul. And what's the re- 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 result of having joy in your soul throughout the difficulties? Phenomenal. And it's through this joy that comes to you through the difficulty that you're able to now find the light in the difficulty. It's specifically this, through this, that a person actually comes out of the danger and the exile and is mentioned above. So Rav Nosen is pretty clear on the stages of getting out of what you have to get out of the challenges and difficulties and trials and tribulations in life. With Simcha is the final Makeba Patish. This is what does the cherry on top. This is what finalizes it. You need things, prerequisites to come to that joy. First stage is to cry out to Hashem. And this crying out to Hashem opens up the dot to a person and the dot awareness that this is what Hashem wants and that you're able to deal with it and accept it. This shines you simcha even from within the difficulty itself. And this simcha for the difficulty brings you out of the difficulty. It's not like, oh, we're accepting it and that's it. You're accepting it in order to get out, get out of it. Accepting that this is the will of Hashem and he's, He loves you and this is how, to, how you're going to come close. Absolutely fascinating.